guys, it is Amanda and Baron and Brenda back again. Um, our sponsor for this second half is Marianne McNally. She is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. So if you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, not really sure where to start in that whole process or not sure if you're ready or all of that good stuff, definitely give her a call at 503 503- 409-4389. Again, that number is 503-409-4389. Two weeks ago, Dean Yeager was with us. Yes. And we broke down a book. It's called Thinking It Yourself Smart. If people go to kicking-cancer.org under resources, there's a spot that says books. Mm-hmm. This is one of the books that we recommend on our website. Yes, it's a good one. And the first, the whole first section is called Admit It. We have to admit there's a problem. Mm-hmm. There's seven chapters in that section. Okay. But we do have a really good guest who has a lot of things that she can add to this comments. Yes. <laughs> so I thought we could dive into one chapter specifically. Okay. Um, and this one's called The Mad Truth About the Mad, which is the modern American diet. Mm-hmm. So this is The Mad Truth About Mad. Okay. And this first one is such an intriguing thought, Amanda. Um, this lady says... The price tag on real whole foods, such as pasture-raised chickens and organically grown fruits and vegetables, in many cases, is higher than artificial foods. So when you go into a grocery store, you look at real food, and you go, yeah, it's really expensive. So then you buy food-like substances. Mm-hmm. Right? Except what she says is, when I walk down the aisle in my neighborhood grocery store, I do not see cheap breakfast cereals. Meats, dairy products, chips, and snacks of all shapes and sizes. What I see is the annual health care cost, which is now $100 billion. And that was in 2016. $100 billion of obesity-related illnesses, which is predicted to rise to $283 billion by 2020. Wow. Except now it's 2023. Right. So I'm sure that we've passed $300 billion. Oh, yeah. I see mm-hmm. the annual $245 million of cost for diabetics in the United States, which is increasing every single year. Mm-hmm. I see the billions of dollars of food and water waste around the globe. I see the environmental cost of industrial food production, which costs taxpayers billions of dollars each year. Yeah. So we sit and go, oh, this box of Lucky Charms is less expensive than this box of whole real cereal. Mm -hmm. So we buy the cheaper box. But what's the, Mm -hmm. Brenda, Brenda, what's the Mm -hmm. real cost? What's the real cost of cheap food? No, it's super true. Yeah, that's such a good comment, such a good question. And we can look at this and see how the Lucky Charm seems to be cheaper than some other food that you're going to buy. But one, how long is that item going to keep you full in comparison to an item that's real food? And two, health at any cost is a bargain. Health at any cost is a bargain. Because you might think you're saving money right now, but how much money are you going to spend later in healthcare costs and time away from work, time away from your family, your children, any activities you love doing, and sitting in a doctor's office, let alone surgeries that you might have and recovery time from that pain, anxiety, frustration, recovery. All of that actually has to be added to the cost of the cheap food. 
it might seem cheap right now, but it's not cheap in the long run. And we are conveniencing ourselves right out of health to think that's just so convenient to zip over and buy that right now. It's only convenient in the short run. You are conveniencing yourself right out of your health options because of that. And these convenience foods are so deadly. I mean, they are deadlier than even, uh, who was it quoting that, deadlier than a machine gun. Oh, that was uh, I think that was George Orwell. George Orwell says that in the long run, these foods, these convenience foods, he says, are even more dangerous than the machine gun. That was a George Orwell comment right there. The quote quote that you have, Brenda, because it's actually Mm -hmm. in the book, she says the convenience generated by the industrialization of our food system comes at a great cost. Our physical and mental health, as well as the health of our planet in 1937. There's an author, his name is George Orwell. Now realize, 1937, we had just finished World War One. The machine gun was a new weapon mm-hmm. in World War One, And you're in these trenches, and before that, you got the trench and you would charge at the enemy. Well, you got the trench, this machine gun would just, like, take soldiers down. Right. And then we go into World War Two. there's that machine gun again. So George Orwell said, we may find in the long run that tinned foods, food in cans, tinned foods is deadlier weapon than the machine gun. Okay. In 1937, we're going <laughs> to find that processed food like something, tinned food is a deadlier weapon than a machine gun. Okay. That's kind of a scary thought. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think about. And I like to follow a person online that has really healthy food ideas and he goes through and helps you figure out what the conveniences foods have with them and why this food has a benefit to it. And what's interesting is he'll talk about certain kinds of foods and say that food, that pre-prepared food should not be that cheap. Like it takes more money to prepare this particular animal or this particular type of food and you're buying it for this. He said it really just shouldn't be that cheap. The fact that it is that cheap means that it's being subsidized in order to be able to create that and the animal it was created from or the plant that it was created from is not being either treated well or being um, uh, not being used well in its environment or preparation. And I think that's really interesting to think about. It shouldn't be that cheap. Food should cost you a little bit more than that. Well, and I remember um, this was years ago. Brenda was still living in Springfield, just outside Eugene. And I was in Kaiser, and I owned an Arby's restaurant. And so I knew that for every dollar that came in, <clears throat> it was about 30 cents to maintain the restaurant. The mm-hmm. bill, the the you know, the lease, the energy cost, all that kind of stuff. Then about 30 cents of that dollar was the cost to buy the food. And about another 30 cents was the cost of my employees. So if I was lucky, I made 10 cents on every dollar. Right. I usually made about 4 cents because everything would wiggle some direction. Right. Right? Power bill would go up or, you know, overtime, whatever. So I was usually making about 4 cents. I'm making 4 cents on every dollar. Except I think that if you're going to go to fast food, Arby's is good food because I knew what I was serving. Mm-hmm. Right? Every day, not a good choice. But right. But I said, I remember mm-hmm. telling this to Brenda, and this was before, way before kicking cancer. Like, how do they mm-hmm. make a dollar hamburger? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was making a good, healthy sandwich, and it was not a dollar. Right. So how are mm-hmm. they making a dollar hamburger? I remember having that conversation with you, sis. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
That's right. And and what's the actual cost of that one dollar hamburger? Oh, I'm going to zip over there and buy that for a dollar. How much does it actually cost them to make it? It actually costs more than a dollar to make it. And then what's the cost to you to put that into your belly? And sometimes people say, oh, healthy food is so expensive. Well, let's think about this. How much is a bag of potatoes at the grocery store versus... And a, and a bag of potatoes, five-pound bag of potatoes, it's gone up a lot in the recent years. I get it, but maybe it's $5 for a five-pound bag of potatoes. How much is a bag of potato chips? A bag of potato chips is probably 4 to $5 for a bag of potato chips. We're talking potatoes either way. How long is it going to take you to eat the bag of potato chips or for your family to eat it? I mean, we're, you get the family involved in that bag of potato chips, that bag's going to be gone in about 10 minutes, and people are not going to be satisfied. They're going to be unhappy that they had to share that as a family versus a bag of potatoes. How long is that going to last your family, and how satisfied are they going to be over it, mm-hmm. over eating a bag of potatoes in the way that you make it? And, and I'm not even talking about adding anything else to it. I get it that people aren't going to want to eat just a plain potato. I get that. But even if you just did that, you are going to be physically satisfied. You may not be emotionally satisfied. (laughs) Or if you talk about, like, I know, you're like, I want my butter and my sour cream, my stuff, I get all that. And that costs more once you add that to it. But even though the potato itself is going to be more satisfying to you, or the same with an apple. Like, how much does a bag of apples cost, and how many apples can you actually eat in a day, and how satisfied will you actually be with the apple versus a piece of candy that you're buying in the same price range as the, as the um, apple is concerned. So I think people need to really realize, yes, you can buy expensive pre-made natural food. I totally get it. If you go to these expensive grocery stores and you buy cut-up fresh fruit, I get that. That's going to be expensive. Someone put the time and effort into preparing that. But to purchase food like that and make it for yourself is not very expensive and you can find lots of ways to do it that don't take that much time just like Ingeborg and I were doing which is what our point was there Mm -hmm. yes so it depends (laughs) upon what you're doing with the food and what kind of food that you're buying and so that's what I'm saying we're conveniencing ourselves out of health and what's the true cost of that like you said with that burger Baron what's the actual true cost of that you need to take all of it into consideration not just the fact that you paid a dollar for it mm-hmm. well you said something earlier Brenda and I want the listeners to, to get a glimpse of this you said the cost of food and when they go through mm-hmm. the grocery store and I and I gotta tell Brenda because you weren't here almost two years ago when I met Amanda um, mm-hmm. Amanda and I randomly met I came in to see Terry's soul and she had walked to Terry's house. that's how we met but the Amanda that you see now is not the Amanda that I met two years ago, and she's not the Amanda from five <laughs> years ago. You've gone through your own little health mm-hmm. journey, yeah. right? And I think this has helped oh, in yeah. that health journey. Absolutely. But people go, well, I can't afford, I can't afford that food. So I'm going to get, there's, here's your shocking facts. Okay. Okay. The, currently, it is estimated that 90% of the average American food budget is spent on highly refined and processed foodstuffs. Mm-hmm. That's what she says. Food stuffs. <laughs> food stuffs. Ninety <laughs> percent of the food budget isn't even real food. Right. In 2011, so these numbers are a bit outdated. Americans spent 117 billion dollars on fast food. Wow. In addition, they spent 65 billion dollars on soft drinks. 
separate from fast food? Because in fast food, you've got the burger, the fries, or the drink. Yeah. But then you go buy mm-hmm. a six-pack, a 12-pack okay. of soft drinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we spend $117 billion on the fast food. And then we also spend $65 billion on soft drinks. My goodness. We spent $17 billion on video games. Mm, lovely. Mm-hmm. We spent five, this, this one makes me laugh. We spent $5 billion on ringtones. Ringtones mm-hmm. of all things. And cover Lucy's ears. <laughs> here's, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker right here. We spent $310 million on pet Halloween costumes. I mean, to be fair, that's okay. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And it says these statistics are shocking eye openers calling for us all to take personal responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. You can sit and say, I can't afford real food. Really? So maybe get rid of that $10 ringtone. Mm hmm. Yes. And, you know, we love you, Lucy. But do you really need to put your dog in a pumpkin outfit for Halloween? <laughs> no. And then go, I can't afford real food. Right. So you got to take responsibility for your own health. Well, and I think you just got to get your priorities straight also is what it comes down to is um, your health has to be important enough for you to care about it to make those investments. Well, and, and the other thing that's unfortunate, and we've heard this over and over and over again with the b- different stories that come along, is it takes something incredibly shocking, mm-hmm. like a cancer diagnosis, yeah. to to change gears. But, I mean, the reason that Brent and I started getting cancer is if we could educate you now before you have to make a change. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's that mm-hmm. phrase that you use, Brenda, about, you know, mm-hmm. either, you're, either you... Either you change on your own will or you're forced to take a change. That's I'm not saying it right. Right, right, right. Yep. How, yeah. how, how, how is <laughs> either, that phrase? Either, either, either make the change now or you have to make the change later. One way that you either you either make the change, you do it on purpose, or you have to take time to make the change later. One way or the other, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so if you can do it for yourself now, how much more comfortable are you going to be in the future? Because you already know how to eat better food or how to prepare some food when the time comes. You already know how to do some of those things. Well, and just not only that. How much but, more better are you going to be for that? Yeah, just how much better your body will feel almost instantly as well. And your health, your everything. Well, I, I, I like to find fun articles for you. Okay. And this is actually November 2023. Oh. That's kind of recent. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> and this is from AARP. Okay. So it's their monthly magazine, except I think the title's interesting. Read the title of this article. Are you addicted to junk food? <laughs> Why, yes. Yes, and, and the, the the, the listeners can't see this, but the picture makes me laugh because it's a bunch of fishing lures, and there's a donut on a fishing lure. There's a pizza on a fishing lure. There's French fries. McDonald's French fries, to yeah, be specific. They, they, don't have the, they don't have the M, but it's pretty obvious. It's, it's yes. pretty obvious <laughs> this McDonald's mm-hmm. French fries. But inside of this <laughs> article, it says, um, they're quoting this gentleman. His name is Michael, and he's addicted to junk. Junk food, that is. Mm-hmm. After he eats a frozen pizza, a candy bar, or a packaged pastry, his head will throb. Yeah. He is 65 years old. He's a, retir- a retired journalist and an author in Massachusetts, and he's not alone. One in eight adults ages 50 to 80 show signs of addiction to ultra-processed foods, or what we call junk food. Sugary soda, salty chips, fatty fast food, for example... 
according to a 2023 report from the Healthy Aging, which is something that AARP does, is this, you know, studies that they do. Yeah. The term ultra-processed refers to foods that have been altered. Your thoughts are going to come in handy here, Brenda. Foods that have been yeah. altered by the addition of super-flavoring agents, preservatives, food dyes, and other additives, refined fats and carbohydrates that have stripped off fiber and other nutrients to improve texture and appearance. What, what, what do you think of that sentence, Brenda? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some lot of a lot of good thoughts right there. And fiber is an issue in the United States. I don't uh, know how other countries are faring. I live in the United States. But I know in the United States that only 3% of the population is getting a good amount of fiber. And I know years and years ago, we called it like roughage. We called it like bulk. That was kind of something our grandmas would have called it. But we need that in our bodies to be able to help our bodies run smoothly. And fiber is something we're missing out on. And ultra-processed foods have ultra-processed out that fiber. If you think about what an ultra-processed food is, and I don't even call it food. I know some people can find a word food in there. I actually just call them processed edibles. Processed edibles, <laughs> I, mean, I like put it. the word food in there. I just, I just get rid of that altogether. They're just processed edibles, and you can put it in your mouth, but you can't actually get any nutrition out of it. And as long as they are ultra-processed, the fiber has been removed because fiber is something that will disintegrate over a short period of time. And I know we've talked before about buying the bread from Trader Joe's and it started going bad after several days and how you started spoiling and, and um, molding after a couple of days and how actually we talked about that's actually good because you want your bread to mold. You want to eat it quick enough that <laughs> it doesn't mold, but you want it to mold because that means it actually has real nutrition in it. Well, the fact that it's ultra-processed means they've taken everything out of it that will rot, that will mold, that will disintegrate fairly quickly. And the more of that you have in your body, the longer you're going to be able to have uh, your body not having the benefit of the fiber in it. Or, or the, in fact, I tell people, <clears throat> I tell people, <clears throat> eat things, or don't see something that the shelf life is older than you're expecting to live. <laughs> like, you should be able to eat things that that do disintegrate. You want that to be happening in your body, and that's going to be the benefit of eating that with the fiber in it. You're going to get the you're going to get all those fibrous benefits in it right there. Well, um, here, here's a couple more. And anything that's yeah. Go ahead. Go, well, go ahead. anything that is that has the word ultra processed with it, you know that everything beneficial has been stripped out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a couple more statistics out of this. There's actually a section that actually says the ultra processed body. Almost 60% of the calories consumed by Americans now come from ultra-processed food. Wow, 60%. That's a lot. Except what is intriguing to me about that sentence is it says 60% of the average American. So I know that you've changed your habits. I've changed mine. Right. So we're not the average, which means someone's getting 80% to get the average to 60, right? Yes, yes. Um, (laughs) A study this year found that even when people eat the same number of calories... Those who eat ultra-processed foods over high-fiber foods, Brenda was talking about that, Mm -hmm. um, an average of 116 additional calories per day. So you're getting Mm -hmm. more calories. And they actually say Mm -hmm. in here, um, they actually say that America is now the most overweight malnourished nation. Really? Which we talked Mm -hmm. about that a little bit earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. but it does give us we're, some tips. We're, all over, we're overfed and, uh, and undernourished. 
Overfender. Yeah, we're like those deer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the other thing I find interesting, at least they give some tips. Okay. They give some tips. So these are your junk food survival plan. Oh, thank goodness. Let's right? hear them. <laughs> plan. Number one, wait it out. Like a wave, cravings build, then subside. Over time, the waves will get lower. Mm-hmm. So... I'm the first one to go, oh, I've got this craving for ice cream or chocolate, and I can feel that craving coming on, and then I just go try to find something in the house. He's saying just wait it out. Wait it out. Water. Drink water. Water. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number two, avoid triggers. Become aware of what environment, environmental situations trigger your food cravings. So avoid driving past Wendy's. <laughs> Go the other direction. Mm, yeah. Well, and it says yeah, such yeah. such as binge watching TV. Yeah, yes, because all the commercials. Mm. Yeah, they don't call That's it programming right. for nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Influencing yeah. you. If you need to go into Costco, don't go down that aisle where they have all the tasties. Go down the tire aisle. Yeah. You're not getting tired. <laughs> You're not getting tired. <laughs> yes. Um, number three, pursue convenience. Package doesn't have to mean unhealthy. Lentils mm-hmm. come pre-steamed. Brown rice can be cooked in one minute in a microwave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number four, yeah. don't skip meals. Yes. Hunger will make you more vulnerable to cravings. Aim for three minimal processed meals a day, or three minimally processed meals a day that reduce binges right. and mindless eating. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the other day I went and got, I had got strawberries from Costco and my kids and, and my husband, <laughs> if I don't cut them up, they won't get eaten. You mentioned that before. <laughs> yes. So I have to cut them up. Um, these strawberries looked amazing. Beautiful. Oh, such a good batch. And, and then I cut them open and they were literally the, co- the only coloring on them was the outside and then they were Fully white. Wow. Inside. Remind you when Dean Yeager was talking. Yeah, it it made me really think of Dean because it was like there is no nutrients in this. And it's basically, you know, they've kind of, it's artificial almost, it it felt like, because of what they had to, the coloring on the outside versus the inside. It was really disappointing, but it made me aware. Yeah. Well, and, and I and I think that you and I, and of course, when Brenda calls in, we're just trying to be aware. Just make yeah. you aware. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, I mean, we're running short on time, but here's the last thought that I love from this book. And this has kind of become Kicking Cancer's motto. Okay. We, collectively, one person at a time, have the power to change the world by changing what we eat mm-hmm. and gradually make healthier food choices more acceptable to foreign people. So save yourself, then each one teach one. Yep. To each one, mm-hmm. teach one. Yeah. Well, I do want to announce that, you know, we're, we're um, next week is Thanksgiving. Yes. And it's typical to have a Black Friday sale after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next week is Black Week, not Black Friday, Black Week at Kicking Cancer Store. Whoop, whoop. Anyone that comes in next week, 20% off the entire store. Oh, wow. I will take $5 off every item in the store. So shirts are 20 not 25 hats are 25 not 30 $5 off the entire store okay. all of next week. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We've Love got it. about a minute left. Well, let's get Brenda's last mm-hmm. thoughts in this last minute. Brenda, what advice do you have the listeners for the last okay. minute here? <laughs> I'll fill up our last minute and some some really good comments here that millions of people are dying of obesity or malnutrition 
or starving while we're misusing the foods that are there. There's no such thing as cheap food. We've been over that, but I think that's a really big concept for us to, to drop in, that the food system we have just allows millions of people to die from these malnutrition situations when they're trying to eat this cheap food. And the other thing that I just wanted to toss in there is we have a system right now in the United States, and it has been for a long time, that continues to choose disease and death over life, and we all deserve to eat real food that nourishes us. And so I hope something we've said at Kicking Cancer Cares is benefiting you to understand something you can put in your body. Please contact Amanda, and we'd be happy to respond and give some thoughts to you if you need any help. We've got so many ideas on our Kicking Cancer page. I would be happy to reach out to people, and I know that you can reach out to Amanda, and she can send something our way. So check out our resources and and realize that health at any cost is a bargain. The person who has their health has a million dreams, but the person who doesn't have their health has only one. And you want to live your dreams. I want you to live your dreams. So Amen to that. I'll leave you with that. Amen All right. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Brenda, for calling in. Yes, thank you so much. All right, you guys, Marianne McNally is our sponsor for this second half, and she is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. So if you're looking to buy a home or sell a home, give her a call at 503-409-4389, and make sure you can also keep her in your prayers as she's currently going through her own battle. All right, we'll be back next week as, as the, the movement, movement continues. continues.